This is CKR. Have you ever wondered what it would be like without Google in our life? We'll explore how it started on History. Imagine if you could download a simple movie in just seconds. We dive into gigabit internet today. Apple's March event is coming soon, and we have the latest raging rumors. We'll dive in on Rumor Rage, CES 2020, the place where the latest and greatest new tech masterpieces are revealed to the world. We'll explore what happened with Yanni. The Mac Pro is here. From the trash can to the tower, the Mac Pro has always been Apple's top-of-the-line computer. We'll take a look at this new beast today on Tech Trends. Coming to you live, this is CKR, Coder Kids Radio, the tech show by kids. Now, over to Tucker for history. If you've ever opened a tab in Safari, Chrome, or Firefox, you're using Google. If you're looking for a place to eat on Google Maps, you're using Google. Did you know that YouTube was created by Google? Well, it was. A lot of stuff you do online and in person is part of Google. The company has a really cool history, so let's jump right in. Google was released on September 4, 1998 in Menlo Park, California. The company was founded by computer scientists Larry Page and Sergey Brin. This company has come a long way from a video streaming platform to a phone to even a computer. But how did they get this name Google? Well, they named it after Google, spelled G-O-O-G-O-L. The number one followed by 100 zeros. Some people might refer to the number as Googleplex. Now moving over to Mateo, California, in February 2005, YouTube was created. YouTube is a video streaming platform which you might be hearing this from. Moving forward to December 2008, Google Chrome was released to the public. Google Chrome supported 43 languages at the time. The Chromebook, a superb laptop for schoolwork, was released in June 2011. This computer really does not cost that much. This computer's cost-effectiveness is made possible by the fact that it only runs on Google Chrome. You cannot download any other apps or games. Moving forward to October 2016, Google Home and Google Pixel were released. The Google Home was a leading voice assistant, and the Google Pixel is a top-rated phone. Google has for sure surpassed its goal of being a big company and is still growing by the minute. Releasing the Pixelbook and Google Pixel 4, they are really skyrocketing. You just have to wonder what will happen with Google. This is CKR, Coder Kids Radio, the tech show by kids. Now back over to the panel. everybody welcome back to ckr coder kids radio the tech show by kids now we are talking about google with the panel let's introduce okay, the so panel everybody on the panel kelly hola gray hello Catherine. hello tucker hello Shaffer. hi and okay. i'm sky yep. and it's time to get into this discussion about okay google. so tucker what do you use google for on your daily basis what do you use it for everything well, amazon that is true yeah. we use <laughs> google for a lot of things and you should see and tucker has about a thousand yes, google tabs open um, 
Kelly, what do you use Google for? Mm-hmm. Typing club, writing. Uh, it's homework. really effective. On your combo. I have 23 yeah. tabs open. That is that interesting. Is and, and I'm oh going God. to become an author when I grow up, so I'll need it to write books. Gray, what do you use Google for? Mm-hmm. I use Google. I use Google for just um, looking up anything that I don't know. Yeah. So that's and yeah. Yeah. Bored. Well, you know yeah. Might as well look it up. Yeah. If I'm bored, I just look up random things. Yeah, I um yeah. I know that when I was when I'm program a lot of the time I have to like look up oh why is this error happening how do you fix it and the uh, one I thing that you can use Google for is uh Tucker's currently playing uh Google Snake seriously though Google is fun yes Google Snake that game is so fun yeah, um everyone I use Google daily for everything CKR work and everything well Google is very fascinating we're just getting started so make sure to get some snacks. Up next is our main story about gigabit internet. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. Now it's time to talk about gigabit internet. Now, what is gigabit internet? Shaffer, can you it take that one? It is very fast internet. I actually have gigabit internet, and it is amazing. I, if you plug a computer in to the modem in my house, you can get up to a 940 megabits per second speed. Now, gigabit internet, well, many people don't know exactly what they could do with it. If I said, oh, I can have faster internet, I'm not sure what I would do with it. So, Tucker, if you had very fast internet, what would you do with it? I would probably, I don't know what I'd use it for. You don't know? Because it's already internet yeah. really fast. Catherine, what would you do with really fast internet? I would use it for homework and just use it for anything. And what mm. w- if um Kelly, if you had really fast internet, what would you use it for? Honestly, don't judge me for this, but I don't really know. You don't really know. I, I think no. that a lot of people, if they had fast internet, they don't kn- they wouldn't know what they were gonna do with that. Well, what about Gray? What would you what what would you do with really fast internet, Gray? Everything I possibly could. All right. <laughs> well, um, yes, uh, there are a lot of uses for really fast internet. Let's talk about another yeah. possibility: downloading a movie or streaming yeah. just in general. That can take literally seconds it's amazing that is true it it can take maybe about a fraction of a second to download a movie with gigabit internet and that would be really amazing yeah that's 4k and even up to 8k that is amazing it is really amazing and we talked about last time about 5g which is the mobile gigabit internet (laughs) essentially and now let's talk about well last week when with 5G, we talked about carriers. We can kind of talk about that with gigabit internet as well. Spectrum, Charter Spectrum, which is goes all across the United States, yeah. they have gigabit internet. However, but it, it, it doesn't run through fiber optics. However, AT&T does run through fiber optics. That is true. Is what I know. <laughs> and yes, with AT&T fiber, um, it's 1,000 yeah, 1, megabits down, 1,000 yeah. megabits up. So a gigabit. And it only runs on certain streets. If you get it installed, you can get it. But in some streets already have it. When the streets were created, they put fiber in there. So, And um, with a Spectrum gigabit, it's what they call the spectrum is what they call an asymmetric um, service provider. This means that the download speed is much faster than the upload speed. But AT and T, at least with fiber, is called a symmetrical provider, meaning that their download is the same as their upload. With AT and T fiber, the highest is one thousand megabits down and one thousand megabits up. Okay, so actually, there is something more than gigabit that people actually have. So Xfinity, Comcast, they have 
they're um they have with their fiber they have something called like gigabit pro which is two gigabits that is most definitely insane that would be like insane speeds i don't know what i would do with that yeah that two I mean, gigabits there's per no point a gigabyte it's Already a gigabyte. It's crazy. Gigabit, whatever. Now, we should talk about maybe the technology behind gigabit internet. At least for fiber providers, Mm. we use fiber optic cables. Now, what are fiber optic cables? They are very fast. Instead of transmitting electricity, like a copper cable, for instance, they transmit electricity using light. Fiber optic. Optic referring to light. Optical. And this is also used when it comes to, like, audio. Um, Like, let's Mm. say you have a TV. You want to take the audio, put it into a soundbar. Boom. Optical is used a lot. In fact, here at the studio, we have a fiber optic cable with us. Except we don't. There's no point because we can't use it for anything. Gigabit internet definitely can do a lot. But I think a lot of people, if they had it, they wouldn't know what to do with it. I think that that might be Yeah, I don't know what to do with mine for sure. And, man. Yeah, I don't know what I, if I had it. Which the thing is, okay, I have yeah. gigabit internet, and the only way I can get those speeds is plugged into the m- my modem because I have plaster walls. Okay, everyone, gigabit internet really can get fast. But coming up, we have our first segment of Rumor Rage, talking about Apple's March event. So don't go away. Also, keep nibbling on those chips, please. Welcome back, you guys. We are about halfway through the show. Up next is Rumor Rage about Apple's March event, so please stay with your bag of chips and don't go away. Yeah, that definitely is true. keep nibbling. Um, yes, keep nibbling. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put some stuff on the table. So, we're thinking about a 5G phone, the iPhone SE2, new iPad, maybe. I don't think they'll release a new computer because they've done plenty of those this year. Mm. So yes. They have released a lot of computers. With um, We have a new yes. MacBook Pro. I wonder what else. 16-inch. Yes, that computer is so nice and also the uh, uh, mac pro 2019 that computer can get expensive yes it can Shepard. yeah mm. really expensive like yes, up to like fifty six thousand dollars i think mm-hmm. oh wow mm. so, um so yes these computers can be very expensive but back to the march event we mm-hmm. might be seeing a brand new iPad Pro because according to patterns, Ooh. they release a new one every, every 18, 18 months. months. Shaffer and I just said that in mm, unison. Yeah, that was, I mean, the iPad Pro, we s- actually saw iPad. the iPad got 4G before the new phone. That is true. Because it yeah. came in that right pattern. So we could be seeing 5G, 5G. which would be incredible. And as we said before, with 5G is essentially the mobile version of gigabit inter- yeah. internet. And yes, all devices nowadays can support like in-home gigabit internet. It has to do with the actual cellular service. Right? Yeah. So um, definitely, we are definitely stuff. looking forward to that. And as Shaffer said, the SE2. And so what here is also talking about a little bit about 5G, where you can get it. Verizon has it in some places, which is it's really, really fast. However... T-Mobile has it everywhere and not so fast. They're starting at the bottom level and just making sure it's nationwide. Which is a big thing. They're able to say, yes, we have nationwide 5G. And yes, it is a little teeny bit faster. Yeah. But not very much at all. I think maybe at most like 20 megabits per second faster. Yeah. I want to see... The SE2. Yeah, the new phone. The SE2. I've heard some of my friends, if that comes out, they might get that for their birthdays. Is there going to be an iPhone 9? iPhone well, that yeah, actually, it's, that, they, been there's, that it it's, it's, it's either going to be called 
Well, that's coming out in that's the That's probably going to be come out, coming out in, like, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that is true. It's probably going to be coming out, um, maybe yeah. in the fall. We always see like the like the real new iPhones, like the iPhone 11, the iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, well, that line. This could be the SE2 or the iPhone 9. Well, why which don't you tell us a little bit about the? the wh- why don't uh, Shaper, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what we are going to be maybe seeing of the SE2? Okay, so the SE2 or iPhone 9, as you might say. It has a little bit more of a chunky design, so it is that fat iPhone that can stand <laughs> up on its own. If any of you have ever seen the video, people did domino runs with those iPhone 5Ss and the SEs. It was incredible. But you know, that they fat design... dominoes? I think so. Really? That's insane. And so, yeah, I know. And so instead of having the big notch, because it's a smaller phone, it's going to have a smaller notch, but it still has that Apple look. But it just doesn't have... Apple phones just have a look. Like, if you looked at it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's an Apple phone. Oh, yeah, that's an Apple phone. Uh, Samsung. And then everyone else is just like, it's a Samsung. You've got to be kidding me. You generally (laughs) know when it's an Apple phone. That is the thing. It's just common sense, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yes, so (laughs) definitely we can be hoping to see a lot from this event. And also, I think there's something we can mention. What have we not seen in a while? Let's think about that. I know, the MacBook. It has two ports on it. A headphone jack and a Thunderbolt port, USB-C. You have to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you, Shaffer. Would you have to get a USB? a hub but oh wait none of the hubs work because usually most of the hubs that plug into usb-c's <laughs> <laughs> that is, well yeah and that's actually something else we're hoping maybe that on this maybe maybe the se2 if we do see that who knows maybe it will have usb-c maybe this will be the first phone with usb-c and that's like the thing that we look forward to like every year with the iphone is will it have usb-c or not i'm afraid this discussion our time is about up so here is Tech Today with Yanni. New technology is coming out all around us. Today, we'll be taking a trip to CES, the place where the latest and greatest makes its debut. We'll be focusing on some of the coolest new technology, including a vertical TV and a self-driving car. This is all happening now on Tech Today. Starting off with the vertical TV, this television is created by Samsung, and it can rotate just by a touch of a button. This is Sarah Television. This allows for even more customized viewing experiences, but how can we make this happen? Alexa has the ability to do hands-free, or you can just push a button from your phone. However, you can do even more with your phone. You can change your phone's orientation, and the TV will automatically rotate. This TV has the latest Samsung features, and it's truly happening today. Moving on to the Mercedes Autonomous Car. The Mercedes-Benz Vision AVTR, James Cameron was actually there on stage to reveal this vehicle since this car represents the 2009 hit Avatar. This car has 30 holes, look like fish gills. These gills sense the surroundings to drive by itself, and they also supply energy to the vehicle. This car has no steering wheel. However, the car is equipped with a small lever in the middle that can control the vehicle if needed. This car is also electric, which helps save our environment. The car does not just move forward and backward. It also moves left to right without the wheels turning. The car can even glow. That's right, the gills, the sides, the wheels, 
everything. Maybe one of the coolest features is that this car houses a television inside of the vehicle. It will pick off wherever you left off on a show. Cool, right? Believe it or not, this is all happening today. This is CKR, Coder Kids Radio, the tech show by kids. Now, back over to the panel. Hey there, have a suggestion for CKR? Just leave it in the comments below or email us at support at coderkidsradio.com. Our writers will get your suggestion in as soon as possible. This has been a public service announcement from CKR, Coder Kids Radio, the tech show by kids. Apple has released the new Mac Pro. With its amazing capabilities, we are left in awe. Apple generally isn't known for making professional computers, but this new masterpiece has shaken the pro community. Today, we'll take a look into the Mac Pro's newest features. The Mac Pro is trending, so let's explore on tech trends. The Mac Pro starts at $6,000 for the tower and $6,500 for the rack. This computer can be configured in almost every way, including upgrades for graphics, memory, and storage up to 8 terabytes. The Mac Pro can also be customized with up to 28 cores, allowing for hardcore processing. However, these upgrades can be expensive. The Mac Pro can cost up to $53,800 for the tower and $53,900 for the rack. A powerful computer needs powerful accessories. Let's start with the Pro Display XDR. This stunning display starts at $5,000 for the standard glass and $6,000 for the nano texture glass. The Pro Stand is $1,000 and the VESA mount starts at $200. Pro creators need Pro software. You can buy Pro software like Final Cut Pro for $300 and Logic Pro for $200. You can also choose between the Magic Mouse and Magic Trackpad to customize your setup. With all of its amazing features, the Mac Pro can only leave us wondering what Apple will do next with its Pro computers. This is CKR, Coder Kids Radio, the tech show by kids. Now, back over to the panel. Thanks for listening to this episode of CKR. Remember, you can always listen live on YouTube Sundays at 2 p.m. and on demand Wednesdays at 5 p.m. We'll see you next time.